This is an RNZ podcast. Hello and welcome to this episode of Your Money with me, Mary Holm. Thanks for taking just a few minutes to listen in while Jesse Mulligan and I talk through some useful ideas about how to make your money work better for you. Just remember though, this is guidance. Final decisions are up to you. Over to Jesse. Mary Holmes here. Hello. Hello, Jesse. Kia ora, nice to have you in. It's been Kia a fun ora. couple of weeks for you and I, hasn't it? It has. We've been, you know, can't wait to check out how many people have done our quiz. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, so we've put together this 13-question quiz to uh, test New Zealand's financial literacy. And I think today we're going to begin by going through the quiz, right, doing, doing the answers and a bit of commentary from you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, shall we play? You can play along at home if you like. In general, which of the following statements is true? Uh, mortgage interest rates higher than credit card interest rates? Are credit card interest rates higher than mortgage interest rates? Or are they roughly the same? Yeah, so um, we need listeners a little bit of time to think about that one, but it's such an easy one for most people. Credit card interest rates are higher than mortgage interest rates. And I think... Jesse and I have got all this amazing information that... Analytics. Ne- yeah, and nearly everybody got that one right, didn't they? 97%. Well done, yeah, everybody. So that was a good start. Uh, next up, money in shares will tend to outperform money invested in the bank over time. True or false? The answer was true. Yes, and once again, I think people did pretty well on that one. The <clears throat> key point, of course, is that it says... Shares do better than money in the bank over time. And and over short periods, that certainly isn't necessarily true. And money in in shares can go down, whereas in the bank, that pretty much never happens. Yeah. Yeah. And and there's a couple of little assumptions there. We sort of assume that your money's evenly spread among a few shares. You haven't put them all into one share, for example. Good point. Yes, yes. We're talking in general. And I think nearly everybody got that one right too, didn't they? 96%. There we go. Looking good so far. Children did very well, didn't they, teacher? (laughs) If you're buying a TV for $400, which is better, a 10% discount or a $30 discount? Yeah. Now, this one, a couple of people complained that there was a bit of maths in this. And, mm. and look, there are, you know, it's it's fairly basic maths. But the answer, of course, is the 10% discount because $400 TV, 10% of that is $40, which is better than $30. Um, yeah, so that was pretty easy maths. A couple of the others were slightly tricky yeah, maths. That was our best to... answered question, I think. Well was done, it? Everyone. Yeah. yeah. If you have a thousand, this is question four now, if you have a thousand dollars in the bank paying 5% interest and inflation is 6%, will your money buy more or less over time? Yeah, and the answer to that one is less because inflation's higher than the interest rate you're, learn, you're earning. Somebody's going to step in and say um, we, we wouldn't, weren't allowing for tax, but either way, it doesn't matter, actually. Um, interest after tax has got to be more than inflation or you're actually going backwards. And we have talked about that. That's, there's a bit of a tendency at the moment for that to be happening in the markets with inflation rising and, lo- and higher at the moment than bank interest rates. Mm. Yeah, so people's money, the value of their money is going backwards. Yeah. 95% score uh, for New Zealand on that one. About Great. 5% of people getting it wrong. Now to the ones that got a bit harder, question five. Yes. And th- I love this question. This came directly from you, and I'm not sure if I would have got it right. If your KiwiSaver provider gets into financial trouble, 
which one of the following statements is true? Uh, option one, the government will bail you out. Option two, you will lose some or all of your money. Or option three, your money will be transferred to a different provider. And the last one is the correct one. And now you've got the latest data there. Slightly more people got that right than uh, nearly nearly the same number of people said you'll lose some or all of your money. Mm. Um, and, you know, I have to say that we can't... There is the, the, the number one option was the government will bail you out and they will not. There's no government guarantee on KiwiSaver. So... It is possible that people could lose money. So you could say that, you know, when people tick that one, that's not sort of absolutely wrong. But the general idea of what does happen, what has happened so far, whenever a provider has stopped providing, and there have been a few of them over the years, people haven't heard about it a lot because they tended to be quite little <laughs> ones that had a go at it yeah. and it didn't work. But then your money is just transferred to another provider the government will find one. I don't know even how they choose, but they find somebody. Transfer everyone's accounts to that new provider and you just carry on with the same balance as you had before. And if you don't like the new provider, you're free whenever you want to to move elsewhere. Key, so, key point here yeah. is that when you invest your money in a KiwiSaver provider, they don't have your money. They're That's investing right. it for you. So if they fall over, it doesn't really matter. Your money will still be invested in That's whatever right. is invested, whether it's bonds or shares or, or whatever. whatever. Yeah. And there is a whole separate company called called a supervisor who makes sure each provider is doing that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, evenly split on that one. Uh, not many people thought the government would bail you out. If a self-employed person contributes $1,000 a year to their KiwiSaver account... How much will the government contribute each year? A bit of a controversial one, this one. I got a number yes. of texts about it. Did you? Mm. Oh, yeah. So the options were nothing, $500 or $1,000. Yeah, and the answer is $500. If, so if, you putting, if you're self-employed and you're putting in 1000 the government puts in 50 cents for every dollar you put in, so they would be putting in 500 Now, maybe let me preempt the, the um, messages you got by saying that... This only applies to people between 18 and 65, and you have to have been in KiwiSaver for more than a year mm. to get that full amount coming in. Um, just want to add to uh, quite a lot of people didn't get this right, and I think quite a lot of them probably thought, well, doesn't apply to... About nearly two-thirds got it right. Mm. Um, that doesn't apply to me, so I don't really need to know about that. But there are a lot of people who are self-employed or not working perhaps at home looking after children or all sorts of other situations where this applies to them as well. And so it's just good for everyone to know yeah. because, because they might at least know someone else it might apply to. And the main objection, the main false objection, was people think that you have to give the whole amount, the whole $1,040 or whatever it is, oh. to get the government's uh, contribution back, which is 520 oh, Lots of people were quite sure about that. They were thought they? we'd totally muck that up. Yeah, yeah no, well, that, this is a good opportunity to put them right then because, you know, if you can't afford to put in 1042 and a lot of people can't, um, especially if they're not 
working at the mm. moment. Um, if you put in 100, you'll get 50 from the government. If you put in 10, you'll get five from the government. It's yeah, there's no no minimum on that. Great. Yeah. Uh, question seven. Assume and if you if you just tuned in, I'm talking to personal finance expert Mary Holm. We're going through the answers to the financial literacy quiz we've had on our website for the past week or two. Question seven. Assume you're in KiwiSaver and you have a $200,000 mortgage and $15,000 credit card debt. How would a $10,000 surprise inheritance be best spent paying off some of your credit card, some of your mortgage, putting into a savings account or putting into your KiwiSaver? Didn't fool many people here. No, which is good to see. Nearly everybody realised that paying off your credit card debt is the best thing to do if you've got any spare money at all. Credit card debt's horrible and it's always, it nearly always charges really high interest um, and so you want to just get rid of that before you're doing anything else. Yeah. Uh, question eight. Since the year 2000, in how many calendar years has the New Zealand share market fallen? Yeah, um, and the answer to that is three years. And they were, so we're looking at share market falls this century. Um, in 2000 itself, the market went down 8%, so not a big deal. In 2008, though, in the global financial crisis, it went down 32%, wow. so big drop. Yeah. So people's, you know, $300,000 in KiwiSaver turned into 200000 for a while there. Yeah. Um, and then in 2011, there was another little blip, went, went down a little bit during that year. People might be thinking about last year and the COVID downturn, but that wasn't a calendar year. By the end of the calendar year, the market had more than recovered what it lost. But it was it was a 24% drop during COVID, so it was a big drop, but it came right again. And so you yeah. only lost your money if you, if you took it. action after yes. the drop. Yeah. If you moved it. That would have been a great quiz question, right? If the share market drops, what should you do? Move yeah. into a yes. lower-risk KiwiSaver account? Yeah, next for next year we'll do yeah. that one. Yeah, yes. But, but I was very pleased to see that two-thirds of people got that one right, so... That was good. Question nine. If mortgage rates are rising, you'll be better off with a mortgage fixed for one year at 3%, two years at 3%, or five years at 3%. Yeah, and nearly everyone got this one right, the five years at 3%. Um, it's a kind of fake situation, though, and we got one email. Have you got that I do. in front of you? Jenna yes. says, I just completed the money quiz. Um, I do have one comment on the mortgage question. Yes, technically it's best to lock it in for five years at 3%, but who's to say the rates are still going to be going up in a couple of years' time? So you might end up paying more interest and still having years left on your rate. Speaking from experience, uh, we locked in our loan for two years because COVID was beginning to affect interest rates, so it's about to come off the high rate just as interest rates are heading back up again. Yeah, so, I mean, Jenna is absolutely right, and it was we created a fake setting here because we said mortgage rates are rising yeah. and in the real world people don't know and that's yeah. why people have to kind of take a gamble on it really yeah. um, but We to, asked if, you to if, assume that they would yes, continue to if rise If you've got a pretty good idea that they're going to stay the same then it, it's and, and sorry, if you've got a pretty good idea that rates are rising then it is good to go for a long term mortgage Okay, 
Yeah. Um, I can quickly answer a couple of questions that have just come in, or you sure. can. Stan yeah. wants to know what the maximum a self-employed person can put into KiwiSaver and still receive 50% contribution. It's 1,042. You can put in any amount above that, but you'll get only 521 from the government. Someone else wants to know the minimum you need to get the full contribution from the government. Same answer, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, and when is the cutoff to get the full government contribution? June the 30th. Thank you. But from July the 1st the previous year to June the 30th. Okay. Yeah. Uh, question 10. You invest $1,000 in a savings account paying 10% interest. Ignoring tax at the end of two years, will your balance be 1020 1120 1200 or $1,210? Yeah, now this was probably the one that had the most maths in it, and people had to think about this a little bit. And the answer is the 1210 the last one. And <clears throat> good to see that most people got that right. But just to go very quickly through it, so in year, you started with $1,000, 10% interest, so at the end of that year you're going to have 1100 and then you're adding 10% of 1100 which is another 110 so that gets us to $1,210. Yeah. Question 11, how many times have New Zealand house prices fallen over a three-month period or longer since 1990? Tough question, and it was evenly split between 0, 2 and 3. Not many people thought it had fallen five times. And, in fact, it had fallen five times. This was the question that Fell into your did... trap, Mary. Yeah. People did, <laughs> did the worst on this one by a long shot. How many, in the end, what percentage got it right, Jesse? 12.6. Okay, so yeah, so most people got this wrong. Um, so the, the house prices, these are over three-month periods or longer. The house prices have fallen. And just to quickly look at it, they did in the early 90s, 91, 92, and 1998, 2000, 2008 to 9, and 2010 to 11. Um, two of those were prolonged. In the early 90s, it went on for five quarters where the house prices kept going down and in the global financial crisis, they went down for five quarters. So people just don't realise how often house prices actually fall in New Zealand. And, that, you know, given the current situation with, with mortgage interest rates looking as though they're going to head north, we've got to, people have got to be aware that, that house price falls can happen. This was the one that, that everyone did the worst on. It was the worst. And you've got a letter, I think a slightly amusing letter. I might, I might not get to it, Mary. I'm just oh. looking at the time, so um, okay. we might come back to it if we can. Yes. Question 12 in general for single people over 65... Uh, which of these statements is true? You're entitled to around $500 a week from the government. Depending on your financial situation, you're entitled to around a $500 a week or you aren't yet eligible for any money from the government. Yeah, and fortunately, no, most people didn't get take the last one. See, the first one, you are entitled to that money. This is part of New Zealand super, um, which for singles is about 16000 to 23000 a year, depending on your tax situation. Yeah. Uh, and finally, which of the following mortgages will cost you the least interest in total? And this is a real maths one, wasn't it? Yes, it was. 10 years at 5% interest, 15 years at 4% interest, or 20 years at 3% interest? Yeah, and the answer is the first one, and most people got that right, 10 years at 5%. No, so, way, to, no way to intuitively work this out, really, is there? No, no, no there wasn't. The, the, the message we really want to get through is that time matters a heck of a lot when you've got a loan like that. So even though those longer ones were at lower interest rates, they, um, the, the best one, they, they were worse, even though the interest rates went down over longer periods. Yeah. So um, 
that year, have we got title? I quite like the... He signed himself up, off retired old grunter from Taupo, <laughs> uh, who, who, who answered about, about the... Have you got that letter? Or? Yeah, he said uh, he got 12 out of 13, got that one wrong, but he's uh, happy in his ignorance. His father once said to him, son, always buy and sell on the same market. Yeah, and it's a good point. If you're in the, in the housing market, in a way it doesn't matter that much um, whether house prices are rising or falling. Can I... Have I got a minute to just yep. mention this... Um, talk I'm giving in Auckland next Tuesday and so far we haven't got as many people signing up as the people wanted so the public's invited along it's, the details are on my website but next Tuesday evening at 5.30 talking about mistakes that investors often make um, and tickets are $10 donation to the Life Education Trust and it's free for students so there's details about that on my website on the homepage of the website so if people are interested in coming along to that it should be a nice, lively, yeah, give and take sort of session. What a great way to upskill yep. your brain on some of this um, stuff if you Hopefully. got less than you expected in the quiz, for example. Yes. Um, any comments on the average score, which was 9.7? Not bad, eh? And, and um, yeah, I thought people did... I was pretty happy with most of it, not surprised about the house price one. And um, all in all... Yeah, look, it was fun to do, wasn't it? We might do it again next year and and really fun. See, and see how people progress on these things. Mary Holm, yes. thank you so much. Thanks, Jesse, and thanks to everyone who played the quiz. All four thousand seven hundred and sixty-nine of you.